Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. And a good Tuesday morning to you, Stuart Davis, in for Troy Shockley this week, as we've got a big week of coffee break ahead of us, including a big show today. Uh, later on, we're going to be speaking with a representative from Exploration Works, but right now, I'm very excited to welcome in Brian Haynes, and I didn't want to say Hines. <laughs> uh, he's associated with the Governor's Cup, and uh, that is back. He's also associated with Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Brian, welcome into Coffee Break. Stuart, thanks for having me. And I know right now, looking outside, snow on the ground, it's kind of like Governor's Cup. What? Uh, but no, I'm excited to be here and excited to talk about. Uh, our upcoming race and the fact that we'll be welcoming uh, runners in person uh, tentatively right now. So we're excited about that. Yeah, we got some changes we'll talk about, but the big news is we are back. I mean, this is one of the biggest sporting events here in Helena on the sports calendar, and we were denied that last year. Can you just talk about what that was like having to say we can't run this race, this this almost 50-year-old race? Yeah, you know, it was it was a very hard decision, but, you know, looking back, it was obviously the right one, um, especially as the pandemic started to unfold. And, um, you know, with direction from uh, Lewis and Clark Public Health and Jefferson County Public Health, I mean, it was the right decision, but it was very disappointing, um, especially when you run an event for 46 consecutive years. Last year would have been our 47th. You know, that's, uh, you know, a very hard decision to make, but we're excited for this year. Um, to welcome her runners back to Helena, to have our event, to have a second opportunity to have our 47th annual Governor's Cup. So we're looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, people are excited and we're excited as well. Definitely excited. People want to get outside, start doing things. This is a fun, festive weekend. It's more than just the races. It's the entire atmosphere. And again, maybe some changes from what you're used to, but uh, again, starting to move towards normalcy. When did you guys start thinking, hey, this is reality. We, we think we can put this on because there have been 2021 events scheduled for the summer that have already said, you know, we just can't do it. We're going to have to push it back to 2022. Yeah, we started talking. Well, I started talking with um, Lewis and Clark Public Health before uh, the end of last year, right around November, just to start to kind of gauge as far as what they were um, considering as far as events, because we have to plan. It's a year-round event, planning-wise. And so once we, once the vaccine became started to become available and we saw the efficacy rate and the past two months or so have been really positive trends for us um, as far as hospitalization rates going down, cases going down in the county and, and Montana, and then immunization rates increasing. And so working with Lewis and Clark Public Health, who've been amazing to work with, as well with Jefferson County Public Health, we felt very comfortable as far as those trends where we could host an event, host an in-person event, since we are in June, we still have about two and a half months to go, and do it safely. It's not going to be a full-scale Governor's Cup, but we are going to be able to, hopefully, as long as trends continue how they are, have people in Helena have a race, have people step to that starting line and then cross that finish line. Again, you're listening to Coffee Break, brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the need of the buyers, call David at Versant, 459-8565. Again, we're talking about the Governor's Cup. It is back 2021 after being postponed due to COVID last year. Brian Haynes with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Montana, such an integral part of this and does such a good job putting this event on. Yeah, we Blue Cross Blue Shield of Montana. It's we're very fortunate to have a presenting sponsor like Blue Cross Blue Shield of Montana. They've been involved with the race since its inception and have been the presenters for the race now for 42 years now. And it's it's a great way to start the summer. It it captures everything we believe in as far as um, promoting health, promoting family, promoting 
mental wellness as well. And then it helps. It's our primary fundraiser for the Caring Foundation of Montana. And it's such a great um, foundation and it and it supports the Caravan program, which goes out across Montana to help with preventive healthcare services such as immunizations, uh, wellness checks, uh, sports physicals, and other preventive healthcare services. And right now, the uh, Caravan has been very busy in the county with COVID-19 immunization clinics, including going to Lincoln and Craig and Augusta, and then areas around Helena. So. Um, the race itself, I mean, we promote health, we promote wellness, and it just feeds into what Blue Cross Blue Shield of Montana believes in and also what the Caring Foundation is able to do to help uh, Montanans, not only in Helena, but across the state. Yeah, great calls. And again, great event. And we're back June 11th and 12th, Friday and Saturday. Let's get into the nuts and bolts of what we can expect with the races. First off, some changes. Uh, I think we've had to remove the kids marathon part of, of, of this uh, event. Uh, and so can you talk about some of the races that have been scaled back before we get into participation and, and how to register? You bet. Um, yeah, unfortunately, you know, when looking at having the in-person event and having what, what we could and couldn't do as far as to also give us flexibility, the kids marathon program was one thing we had to um, take away this year. And it, it's disappointing because it's such a great program it involves so many schools and kids around the valley but i mean teachers have already been doing so much that adding one more thing to their plate um would just you know wouldn't be fair um and so we removed the kids marathon program and that fun run um friday night at centennial park just because that's kind of a tight space and i don't know if you've ever been out there but you know it's such an amazing scene with you know th- more than a thousand kids and shirts and whatnot but it is kind of an organized chaos and, and, uh, <laughs> a and so you know it just it made sense to you know with kind of keeping that group physically distanced would be very hard um so it kind of made sense to you know not have that this year and look toward what we can do to have um, our in-person races Saturday um, to kind of focus on that. Well, let's talk about how the thing, it, it does kick off on Friday. So what was that schedule looking like on that Friday? So we'll have Friday. Friday will be our packet pickup, and that'll be from 1030 to 6 at uh, the Doubletree downtown. And people can come and pick up their race swag, their shirts, their bib number, um, all that stuff on Friday. And then they'll be set then for uh, Saturday race day. Now, w- with Saturday race day, we've got the marathon, half marathon, and 5K. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but we're going to have to scale back the participants. Now, this is a big event. This is not just here in Helena. This is from all over the state, all over the geographic region of, of the Pacific Northwest. We, we're getting people from all the, the surrounding states as well. But we've had to limit the number a little bit of, uh, down from years past. Is that correct? We have, especially in the 5K. That's our uh, most popular event. And so we looked at it and... We are going to cap it at 1,200, and that'll allow us to then do waves so we can kind of spread people out there at the starting line. Um, waves of 400, uh, right now it's tentatively slated for 930, 10, and 1030, and that will allow people, once, once one wave starts, most of those runners will be through and at the finish line and, and off the course by the time the next wave starts. So we're going to do that in order to keep congestion kind of low at the starting line and then at that finish line too because um it's a great finish line area there downtown by the library but even it gets a little bit tight and so we just want to make sure that we can flow people through and keep congestion as much as we can to a minimum to keep people physically distanced as far as the starting for for all three races where's the starting point for all three of these so it's and that's what kind of helps us as well so the marathon starts south of jefferson city um, the half marathon starts right there in Clancy, right in front of Clancy schools. And then our 5k will start pretty much, um, right next to the Holter Museum of Art there on Cruise Street. 
Now, for people that want to get in on this, they need to go ahead and jump in because, again, there is a cap of numbers for both the half marathon and the marathon as well. So they need to go ahead and get registered, correct? Right. Yep. We have caps of 375 runners for the marathon and the half marathon and then 1,200 for the 5K. So if you go to www.govcupmt.com, you can register online. And, yeah, you'll want to um, register as, as soon as you can just to make sure you get a spot. And these these are such fun events because the community get, gets out and get involved, and, and you know you've got people lining the streets. How is that going to work? How have you worked with the health department? Can people still kind of congregate and socially distance and cheer on you know their runners? We we working with the health department. You know they've asked us to kind of as much as we can encourage people to sort of stay away from those finish and start line areas just because of how congested they can be. Um, if you want to watch along the course, we ask that you do so in a physically distanced way. We'd, um, obviously, the walking mall will be a little bit crowded, and you know we're going to work to try to you know, keep that um, space not congested. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, runners, I know they look, especially when you're completing 26.2 miles, that last mile is just a dredge, and it helps to have those you know, supporters. And um, it's going to be a little more limited this year, but you know, I think it'll still be a great event. It'll still be a great way to kick off the summer. It'll give runners in the community something to look forward to come june now some uh, covid protocols as far as mask wearing where is that necessary obviously you don't want a marathon or having to wear a mask over their face while right. they're trying to pound out 26 miles and also hydration stations because water is is key and keeping hydrated uh, how are you working around those issues you bet and so um we will ask that all our runners um wear masks prior to the start of the race once they start Go, they can go ahead and take those off, and you know we'll continually communicate that with our runners. And if you're a walker, say at the 5K, maybe wear that mask a little bit longer, even though you've started your your walk. You know, to, until the crowd kind of disperses a little bit and runners thin out. And then once they cross that finish line, and obviously if you've just run a marathon, you're not going to instantly put your mask back on. But once you've started to recover, after you've crossed that finish line, to put um, please put your mask back on. All our volunteers. And race officials and, uh, and race staff will be wearing masks. And we'll have hand sanitizing stations at the start and finish line areas. And then, yeah, we will have water stations throughout the course. And, and those folks will have, you know, we'll be wearing gloves. We'll be wearing masks. There's um, minimal contact that usually occurs because usually a runner just comes, grabs a cup of water, drinks it, throws a cup away, and is, and is on their way. So, but, you know, we'll do um, in in working with the county everything we can to safely host that event it sounds like it's going to be a fantastic event again june 11th and 12th right now speaking with brian haynes uh with the governor's cup back for 2021 uh as we wind down are, is there anything we've missed on that you'd like to get the word out about no i think um that we're back you know we're, we are working continually you know i know we made the announcement but it's we're still going to be working with uh, Lewis and Club Public Health and Jefferson County Public Health to make sure that we get to the starting line on June 12th in person. And I think, you know, to help get us there, continue, continue wearing masks, continue washing your hands. If you're sick, stay home. I mean, do the things, you know, that we've been doing for a year now. There's light at the end of the tunnel. I think, you know, we, we've made a lot of progress. And I think we all, if we can continue doing our part, will help us not only get to the Governor's Cup, but to have events later on this summer. And what's the website, once again, for people that are looking to register? 
www.govcupmt.com. That is fantastic. That is Brian Haynes. Brian, thank you so much for being with us on Coffee Break. Stuart, thank you for having me in. And again, Governor's Cup back this year, June 11th and 12th, Friday and Saturday. If you are going to do it, get registered now because space is limited. We're going to take a quick time out. We come back, we're going to hear from Exploration Works. They've got their grand opening, reopening on tap as well. And we'll hear all about that as Coffee Break returns. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. And welcome back into Coffee Break. Stuart Davis in for Troy Shockley on this snowy Tuesday. It seems like it's just in Helena, but nevertheless, we're going to warm things up right now in the studio. As again, we are talking with Exploration Works. I've got Carrie Gag. Is it Gagner? Gagner or Gagne? G- you're feeling G- French. That yes. is the Montana. There's not a lot of Montana accent, but it's that A, like Bag, Gagner. <laughs> I'm from North Carolina, so I have a Southern accent all the time. And again, I apologize. Tell me your name one more time, uh, sir. Matt Jetty. Matt Jetty. Thank you both from Exploration Works. And just like the Governor's Cup, we're reopening again. It's, it's kind of a starting over, and we're going to talk all about that. So we've got a grand reopening. Before that, we've got a special event coming up this weekend, if you could talk yes. about it. So the next two weekends, so April 3rd and 4th and 10th and 11th, are members-only preview weekend. Um, so that's our way to say thanks to our members for sticking with us. So they get first dibs at coming in and visiting. Um, and then on Saturday, this coming Saturday from 11 to 2, Oddfellow Inn and Farm will have live animals in our garden, including Ziggy the mini pig. Ziggy the mini pig? Yeah. Is that like Sebastian the little pony from Parks and Rec? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, for people that aren't familiar with uh, with Exploration Works, obviously it's the cool building as you're going near downtown and you see all this cool stuff. Uh, but can you kind of elaborate what Exploration Works is all about? Oh, boy, that's a big question. I mean, I know I, I, I've got this cool word STEM written down, this nice acronym for yes. science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. So it's all about the mind. Yes, totally. And uh, it's a hands-on science center. So um, kids and adults alike, we say we cater to ages 0 to 99 plus. <laughs> um, so we change out our exhibits um, a few times a year. Uh, and we offer camps, classes. We've got spring break workshops going on right now as we speak at the museum. So we're happy to be coming back and getting things back open again. How did COVID, obviously COVID's affected everyone. How did it affect you specifically? Over oh, at it, was, it was tough when we had to close our doors. We're used to being in a building filled with happy playing children. Touching things. Touching things. So obviously the nature of what we do was really affected by um, COVID and our closure. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're just happy to be reopening. During our closure, we found ways to kind of reinvent what we do and still be able to serve the public with 
um, a YouTube series, so at-home science experiments and um, different things like that. So we weren't just sitting around, but it's sure going to be nice to have kids back in the building again. Well, it's so nice to get back to that sense of normalcy, and this is one of the things. It's a really unique aspect to Helena to have exploration works. Uh, and going forward, uh, you've got a kind of a membership drive going around with, uh, with TMRC as well as we're trying to uh, give some memberships a look. Yes, so we are running a spring break bingo giveaway. Oh, I like bingo. And we are partnering with you guys. And uh, so you can go to our website, explorationworks.org, download a bingo card. Um, and through now through April 15th, you'll have time to get it in. If you get a regular bingo, it's one entry. For a blackout, you get two entries. Um, and we are going to be giving away five $100 gift cards. And then you guys here at the radio station are also um, taking entries for two. We're giving away two family memberships. So... Um, yeah, it's really fun. So you, you can download your bingo card online. This, this is great stuff. So this weekend is kind of a, a soft opening for the members. So if they want to get signed up, uh, if, if they don't want to wait to see if they can win a membership, but they want to get signed up, how do they go about doing sure, that? Sure, yeah. So um, the one difference from now during pre-COVID days um, is that we are requiring requiring online reservations. So you can do that on our website, explorationworks.org. Um, it's an hour and a half time block per entry. So um, you can go online, sign up, you know, adults, kiddos, everything like that, and then book your spot so you're sure to get in. So, Well, again, we are uh, listening to a Tuesday edition of Coffee Break. It's brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David at Versant. That's 459-8565. Again, Exploration Works is getting back in the game after taking some time off. And again, let's let's talk about what all you guys are offering beyond this when you get that grand reopening. What What's that all going to be about? Well, we're working really hard. Matt can maybe touch on what we've been doing with our building since we've been closed. Yes. Yeah, there's a couple things that people haven't seen in the building. We have a brand new uh, classroom. It's called the Tech Lab. And we converted our uh, store a space in the in the building because we needed more classroom space. Uh, we have a new reception desk and uh, fresh flooring, and we cleaned the windows, and we did all the you know the building and projects. You need the building to be empty to do uh, carpet cleaning, you know, all all that stuff. So in a roundabout way, it was it was kind of I don't want to say it was a good thing, but it helped you out. You found a you you put a positive spin on having an empty building. Well, yeah, we we did our best with that, you know. <laughs> You know, kids are kind of messy and noisy. It was, you know, there were some nice, <laughs> quiet times in there. Well, and, and, and we, we talk these days where, you know, the United States, 20th century, we were leaders in the industry of math and science and technology. And that just seems to be kind of, I don't want to say going the way of the dodo, but we've kind of taken a dip down. And these types of opportunities that exploration works is to engage and inspire and get the imagination working again of of the youth to see that science is cool, math is cool, and it is so important in our everyday w- world. And again, that's just something it seems like you guys are really promoting over at Exploration. Yeah, Works. it's re- it's really watching the kids in the robotics classes. That's where you know. That's where you see the kids getting excited about science. They build their little robot and they want to show their parents. It's that's that's our bread and butter is that those robotics classes. As far as the summer camp goes, what what does that entail? Obviously, it's not a sleepover camp. Maybe y'all have it in night where everybody kind of like night, night at the museum. museum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but it's, it's a day camp. Can you kind of talk about uh, what that entails? Yeah, you know, our summer camp registration has been open for oh gosh, almost two months now. Um, we are over half full, which is crazy. So it's showing that people are excited about getting back. 
Um, so we've got everything from experiment camps to outdoor camps, robotics camps, Lego camps, um, and they are half day camps um, that run Monday through Thursday. And then we also have um, all day options available. So we have a super supervised lunch break. So if your kiddo wanted to take a Lego class in the morning and do a chemistry experiment in the afternoon, we've we've got some options. So you can also find that on our website, explorationworks.org. And I, there's something for everybody. Like you said, you can get as fully immersed as you want to and be there all day, or maybe you just want to do it on the weekends. What is the Saturday Tinkers Lab? What, oh, what is that all about? Yeah, so we're bringing back our popular Tinker Lab um, activity on Saturdays. So that would be, they'll fall in the t- noon slot and the 2 p.m. slot on Saturdays. Um, and it's just a chance to do some hands-on activities. Um, so they do everything from, you know, mapping out constellations to making slime. Um, gosh, they, they do a lot. Our education team is awesome. So we're excited to be bringing that back. And we're also bringing back our really popular early explorers program. So um, that's geared towards preschool kiddos. Um, and we are going to be kicking that off on April 8th for members only. Um, and then after we have our grand opening on April 17th. It'll be open to anybody. Um, and those will fall on two, uh, Thursdays and Fridays. So um, Alicia, our early explorers instructor, has developed some fun new um, activities for the kids to do. So they're they're rolling out a new program called Music on Mats. So it's kid yoga with music playing, what? which will be so much fun. <laughs> I, I, I'm just going back to rural North Carolina thinking I would never have the opportunity to have yoga and, you know, making slime, even though I love Nickelodeon and, you know, you can't do that on television, all that great, <laughs> great stuff. Right now we're talking with Exploration Works. We've got Carrie and Matt talking about all the great things with the grand reopening taking place April 17th, but we've got a nice little preview weekend for the members this Saturday or April 3rd and 4th, Easter weekend, I guess. Yes, way yep. to kick it off. Yep. And You're not doing also, an Easter egg hunt or anything, no, are you? No, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun, though. Um, yeah, so our members only weekends are this coming weekend and the following weekend with our grand reopening on um, April 17th. And you talked about the kids being messy, but you're going to have live animals in this place. You want to talk about it? Matt, are you on cleanup <laughs> duty for that one? Well, uh, wait, this summer is uh, going to be a cleanup challenge. We're going to have live bats. Really? They'll be in a, you know, in a enclosure, of course, but. Um, they eat fruit and they're messy, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, for Mace Ventura and the guano and all that, and that, 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 that good stuff. But speaking of, of fun things, Delish Ice Cream Truck. Yes. What is that's so all about. We are partnering with our friends at Delish Ice Cream. It's a local ice cream truck. Um, and they are going to be out. Obviously, today is not a great day for ice cream. Um, but later this week and into the weekend, they will be out and about give it, handing out free ice cream. Um, so, yes, free. What's better than ice cream? Free ice cream. Yes. I I mean, can you beat it? Um, so they're going to be at different parks and locations throughout town starting about when the weather warms up, you know, middle of the week or so um, through the weekend. So if you see them, stop by. Um, and we're really happy to have partnered with Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Montana, uh, the Montana Radio Company, the Delish Ice Cream Truck, and Pacific Source. They're our reopening sponsors, so we're really thankful for them. Yeah, again, Exploration Works. We're getting uh, members-only preview weekends April 3rd and 4th and then 10th and 11th. You can uh, – what's the what's – the, uh, pig's name again? Ziggy. Ziggy the pig. <laughs> I can't wait to I meet Ziggy and his friends. <laughs> Ziggy, oh, and Ziggy's got friends, too. Oh, yeah, so, he's got a posse. I've, so again, I've heard. so if you want to get signed up, uh, the reg- you can get registered online at explorationworks.org. Yes, and you can go on there. You can see everything that we've got going on um, on our calendar page. You can read more about our programs, our camps, our classes. And then, yeah, you can reserve your spot online. So you need to pre-book your spot before you come visit. So that's that's going to be about the biggest learning curve for folks because they're used to just showing up. But um, for the time being, that's how we're going to roll with it. So. Before COVID, 
again, pardon my ignorance, but it, it was Exploration Works, is it a year-round thing? I mean, is it, it's not just the summertime. You've got all these great events coming up here in the spring and summer, but this is a year-round thing. So you guys, how long have you been shut down? Um, we closed down, um, gosh, March 16th. Oh my year. goodness. So, so a year. It's been a year since we've been closed. So we are so happy to be reopening. Like all of us are just like giddy. <laughs> and, and, and talk about the staff. What, what does that encompass? Who, oh my who's gosh. that made our, of? Of course, staff. you got crazy Matt over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we've got Kelly, our executive director, Lauren, Sarah, and Lily. They're our um, education team. We've got an awesome um, visitor services staff with Michelle and a, a few other new folks that we're adding to the mix. So we'll see some new faces and some familiar faces once we reopen, too. A couple of things. Uh, We'll get back to the slime because I'm very interested in how you make slime. Uh, but the robotics you mentioned, Matt, uh, that that is something fascinating. I watch BattleBots all the time on on television to check that out. But but can you talk about the robotics program and what that encompasses? Um, well, it's a Lego base. The Lego company makes these great educational robot kits, um, which are kind of expensive to buy at home. But it, we have classes on it, and it's just it's basic programming and sensors and getting the kids to make up a program to make the, the robot do what it wants to do. And it's, it's a real challenge for the kids and adults. And then when it all works out, it's very satisfying. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> for me, it would be very frustrating trying to <laughs> – These kids can do more than I can. Yeah. So, <laughs> can you, I mean, not to give away trade secrets, but can you, can you kind of give me the, some of the ingredients of what it takes to make slime? Oh, boy. Well, there's a few different ways to do slime. I don't make it at home because it's too messy, <laughs> so we go to X-Works to make the slime. I, I think Elmer's glue is the secret ingredient. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. for all you parents out there, get, get, a, get a lot of Elmer's <laughs> glue. Again, talking with Exploration Works here on this Tuesday edition. Edition of Coffee Break as they get set to reopen for the first time in a year, over a year. So exciting stuff. Now, members only preview weekend starts this weekend, 3rd and the 4th, and then the 10th and 11th of April. And again, you've got to get registered, pre-registered is required, explorationworks.com. Org, but so many great things. The grand reopening is April 17th. Uh, we've got Saturday Tinker's Labs coming. Uh, early Explorers, you, you mentioned that. What, what is that with preschoolers? So, what, and what age would that be? Um, it's for preschool age kiddos, um, anywhere from like zero to five, give or take, um, and their caregivers to come in. And we've got sensory science will happen on Thursdays, and then the music on Matt's program will happen on Fridays. So. Fan, fan, fantastic stuff. Is there anything? Obviously, we've got ice cream, free ice cream. So, you don't, you don't want to miss that. Um, you want to see the great job Matt and his crew did cleaning the building. And then the summer camps are filling up fast. So people, if they want to get involved in that, you want to get your kids involved in that, they need to do that as well and go to the same website. Yep. Everything is at explorationworks.org. You can find everything that we're up to in one spot. So uh, Anything that I'm leaving out as we've got about a minute left here in the show, uh, you know, just a uh, final parting words to just uh, talk about how great exploration works is yeah you know we are so excited to be reopening it kind of seems surreal that this is actually happening um but yeah so again the way to thank our members for sticking with us during our closure we have those members only preview weekends april 3rd and 4th and 10th and 11th and then our grand reopening um, April 17th and yeah we're just so excited. what are the hours of operations when you are open so um, for now we're gonna be open just on weekends um, Saturdays and Sundays from 10 to 5 30 p.m. Um, with 90 minute time blocks um, and that's how you pre-register so you can pick your time come in visit and then 
And then summer camp, though, will go into the weeks. Yes, yes, summer camps will be during the week. So we're hoping to get back to regular operating hours um, at some point. But for now, this is how we feel we can be the most safe, and we're just looking forward to reopening our doors. Well, we're so glad that you are reopening. Matt, Kerry, thank you for coming in on Coffee Break. That's going to do it for us today. Have a wonderful Tuesday, and we'll be back tomorrow. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.